Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Here was Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network talking about uh, Tim Kelly, promoted to offensive coordinator in Tennessee. The Titans have done what they really have done for the last five or so years under Mike Vrabel, which is find a really good young head coach, promote from within, and then make him their offensive coordinator. They did it with Arthur Smith. They did it with Todd Downing. And now they did it with Tim Kelly, the former Houston Texans offensive coordinator under Bill O'Brien, was really on an incredible trajectory when he was with, with the Houston Texans and really became a favorite of Deshaun Watson, helped Watson develop as he did, ended up leaving there, went to Tennessee, did a really good job there. Now, among several coaches with new roles, including Charles London, who comes in as the quarterback's coach, Tim Kelly fills a key offensive coordinator opening for the Tennessee Titans and Mike Vrabel. Okay, so Tim Kelly is going to be the OC in Tennessee. Seth, let's marry a couple of things we've been talking about today. Tim Kelly, OC in Tennessee. Let's marry this to a blurb in Mike Sando's Pick 6, his Monday column where he attacks all the big storylines around the league. And in this particular one, he's got several predictions on where quarterbacks could wind up. He talks to a lot of executives, anonymous executives, um, in putting his column together each week. That's why I like it so much. It's backed by some, some, some faceless quotes, which we're all about on this show. Um, yeah. The very first quarterback he's predicting things for is Aaron Rodgers. And his prediction is the Packers are finished with Aaron Rodgers and will trade him. He goes through the math of trading Aaron Rodgers, what teams would inherit that traded for him, what the package might be to give up to get Aaron Rodgers. And then he talks to a few executives about logical landing spots for Aaron Rodgers. He says this, obviously the Jets are a logical one because of Nathaniel Hackett being in New York as their new offensive coordinator. Aaron Rodgers likes Nathaniel Hackett. Might be the reason why the Jets hired him was so that Aaron Rodgers would approve that. Aaron Rodgers likes Nathaniel Hackett. Is there any actual evidence that like he really wants to play for Nathaniel Hackett? Not so far. <laughs> he, I, didn't, yeah, he didn't go to Denver. I, I, He's over one. It seems like the weirdest thing to me that like it's almost like hey, this I heard these guys uh, room together at summer camp one year. They were bunk mates, right? So uh, they, let's let. It's strange, but okay. There must be something to it. I got to think there's something to it. Here's where we marry the two things we're talking about. Execs, this is Sando, Mike Sando from The Athletic. Execs have pointed to Tennessee as an intriguing potential landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. The Packers might not trade Rodgers to an NFC contender like the 49ers, even if the Niners were interested in absorbing the contractual ramifications. First exec, quote, 
Tennessee is a great spot for him. Second exec, quote, Ooh. I could totally see that with Tennessee. Um, Totes. So it could very well be that Aaron Rodgers is, I mean, okay. it's good a chance as any, but Aaron Rodgers could yeah. be in the AFC South next year. This is where I don't know. I, I, with Aaron Rodgers, honestly, I think sometimes we spend too much time trying to dissect whatever the hell he's talking about on the Pat McAfee show. I mean, McAfee kind of gives him a runway to just go ahead and give him a stream of consciousness and, and, and uh, a high five for everything that he says. And I think sometimes, I think sometimes Rogers is speaking some of the complaints he has. It's, it's impossible to tell like how serious he is about those complaints. Like he talks about how important it is for him to finish his time in Green Bay. And then he mentions guys like Marseille with guys like Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb and all of that. Well, okay. If he goes elsewhere, he's not going to bring Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb with him. I don't think. I, maybe he would. Maybe it's like he's got this ayahuasca all-star team of his buddies from the offseason that he wants to bring with him, and that's the only way he'll accept the trade. I, so I don't know if he really does know what he wants. And I think he seems to think that after he goes on this isolation retreat, he'll have a good feel for what he wants. I just don't – I think what happens maybe in some of these off-season retreats that he does is he goes, he gets away from everything, and he realizes like, oh, you know what? I actually got it pretty good here in, in Green Bay. I got to just, you know, I got I to gotta recognize and understand I got a good thing going here. And that includes Matt LaFleur and his offense, yeah. if they can get the right wide receivers this year. So I, I think ultimately it ends up with him, because of all these things that he's complained about or he says he wants and everything, none of the, he doesn't have those things elsewhere. He doesn't have nearly as much elsewhere as he has right there in Green Bay. Yep. And he can't seem to let his – it seems like his issues with some of the management at Green Bay is the biggest obstacle, more so than any specific item. It's Brian Gutekunst or Mark, Mark Murphy or something. He's just got uh, – you know what he needs, Sean? Uh, okay, Gutekunst and Murphy, they got to go on one of these retreats with him. Have they done that? I know they've flown out to meet with him. They got to go ahead and cross that bridge of saying, like, all right, yeah, I'll go do an ayahuasca ceremony with you in Central America, Central America mm. this, this offseason. And honestly, I feel like then, uh, I, I think that I think that Rodgers would feel like, oh, yeah, these are my guys. I'm, uh, I'm 100% into Green Bay. Mm. I'm, into, I'm into Wiener Schnitzel and ayahuasca. And uh, no place does it better than Green the front Bay. office of the Green Bay Packers. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We need to grow their hair bra- out. I guess it would be bratwurst, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bra- yeah bratwurst for sure. Uh, cheese. Definitely cheese. Um, so so Aaron Rodgers potentially to the Titans playing with Tim Kelly. By the way, the Titans are rumored. There was a rumor this week that the Titans <laughs> want to move up and get the number one overall pick. Um, they were mentioned as a um, – they were, now, granted, this is a Titans website mentioning this, but they're they're saying that the Titans, who currently hold the number eleven selection in the draft, may want to move up to secure their potential quarterback of the future. I don't know, man. Ten spots—that's a long way to. That's a big ten spots too. Eleven to one. Um, you would be probably having to do some serious gutting of future drafts to move up from. It's one thing for the Texans to move up from two to yeah. one. It's one yeah. spot. Um, yeah, but I don't know that the bears want to move all the way back to 11, you know, like you're the bears, man. You want to come away with one of these four or five best players in the draft. 
I wonder, you know, and I, I, did, the, did the Titans really have an appetite for something like that after the GM was just fired? It seemingly, at least in part, because he traded, he traded AJ Brown and then whiffed in the, he traded away AJ Brown and then whiffed in the draft on his replacement, or at least so far his whiff. We'll see, you know, how that all works out. But it's, it's hard. It's kind of hard to replace an AJ Brown in the draft. So I, <laughs> as um, they learned, they tried to draft yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, I guess when in trading AJ Brown, you're loading up on draft capital and avoiding paying. So maybe they, maybe that is precisely what they want to do is build through the draft. And, um, and that includes trading up. I, I just, the whole thing about trading up for Bryce Young is, I think this is where the harsh reality of it is that a GM would never admit to this, but that kind of move is something that is a, you're either getting fired or you're making GM of the year for it. Yeah. Like they're trading up for the injury prone quarter. Excuse me. It's, it's a theory that Bryce young would be injury prone because he's so small. It, it concerns me. I'm concerned about it. And yet I'm trying to figure that out. Like how concerned am I versus intrigued? Um, but if you trade for Bryce Young and he gets injured a bunch in the first two years, uh, then you're losing your job. And that's just a fact of the matter. That's why it's so much harder to trade the number one overall pick than people usually assume it is, including the people who hold the number one overall pick, partly because when you trade all that capital to get up that high, you, it's, it's a career breaker yep. if it doesn't work out. Um, and that's why I don't think people do it for Bryce Young because there's just too much. It's too easy a narrative if he ends up getting injured a bunch to be to turn into like, oh my god, can you believe they did that? What idiots! Everybody could see that coming. There's uh, there's a person on the trailer wheel and frame text page that wants you to go through Guatemala for a week with a GoPro on your <laughs> on your head for your oh. YouTube channel. You know what they have them so they can clip right on your backpack strap. Oh, yeah? That's the, that's the best way to do it. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. how you record people without them even realizing mm-hmm. it because they're just like, oh, I'm just talking to some pleasant gentleman with a backpack. It's what the it's FBI not even a does. camera or not. Yeah. <laughs> FBI sticks them on some... the lapels of waiters in mob restaurants. That's what they do. Dude, I saw some shot from an old movie. Oh, it was, gosh, it was something from the 80s, but it was a guy was wearing a secret camera, a secret spy camera that was like a boutonniere or something. Like, oh, my God, even in the movies, these things looked ridiculous. Yes. Like, knowing now that you could have a secret cam, I could have 29 secret cameras on my body right now, and you wouldn't have a clue. It's true. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, yeah, me and a GoPro at various places. I always have a hard time. I feel weird. I feel weird recording people that I don't know. Um, even if like, cause I don't like doing it without telling them, Hey, by the way, I've got a camera here, but then immediately once you tell people you have a camera, the interaction's different. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, I'll have to do a, I'll have to go do my isolation retreat and contemplate it for four days. And yes. Yeah. Maybe fig- strap on the GoPro. Figure that. Just bring the GoPro with you. So you have the option. Um, nine zero one seven that we're, we're back to, if you're just jumping in, Seth and I were contemplating going on a a four-day darkness retreat like Aaron Rodgers is going to go on here soon. We've we've looked into it. Um, it looks to be pretty inexpensive, assuming the prices are for the whole experience and not per night. Yeah. I'm waiting to hear back on that. Um, we've had several People are pointing out that, that Guatemala is cheap in general. Yes. It's just that with these types of retreats, you don't you don't you don't expect to pay like actual Guatemala prices for them. Um, right. And uh, like it's and I realize eleven hundred dollars for a week is not. 
actual Guatemala prices. I'm just saying I still expect to pay like resort type prices for something like this. That's kind of feels like it's geared more towards uh, rich Americans. Yes, it feels like it's it's one of these types of deals. That's yeah. what I would say to all these people pointing out how how low the cost of living is in Guatemala. Yeah. And why why would it be? And the nature of what you're doing, you're going and sitting in a dark room for four right. days. You're not ordering room service. You're not finding out uh, what what uh, fun activities you have there. Oh, can I go? Can I go deep sea fishing today? Oh, where's the water slide? That kind of thing. You're in a dark room. <laughs> Someone says the food you eat is probably oatmeal. A thousand bucks for four days sounds like way too much. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe that's the case. But as Seth points out. The audience for this might be, for example, Aaron Rodgers, who probably thinks like, wow, $20,000 for me to go do anything yeah. for a week outside of Green Bay sounds pretty cheap to me. Mm. Average annual salary in Guatemala. It's weird. On this website, it's framed as salary, which makes me skeptical of just what it is. Uh, it says it's $16,000 a year, mm. which seems that's not that much of a difference from America on average annual salary, average annual income. So, I, I mean, it's, it's I expected it to be 16 less grand. Yeah, no, it's not, Sean. I'm not, I'm not saying it's awesome or anything. I'm just saying there's a lot of a lot of countries. It's uh, I don't know. Inflation hits hard, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. What what do we know what the no, average that, salary is? Here? What's that? What's the average salary in America? It's like 20. I don't know. OK, it's somewhere around 30,000. OK, think. OK. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, that salary, average income is the. That's why salary is making it sound specific. Yeah, or so sketchy to me. Gotcha. Um, all right, uh, pain and pepper. average income in the United States is thirty one thousand dollars. Okay, there you go. So for it to only be for it to be half of what it is in in Guatemala, that actually surprises me a little bit because mm-hmm. there's like some extremely impoverished parts of Guatemala. Big so. time. Yep. Uh, all right, pain and Pendergast with you. Final segment coming up. Hey, you know who's meeting with the media today? Roger Goodell. What what is it that we expect to hear from Roger Goodell? And one thing that Roger Goodell has in common with both the cities of Houston and the city of Cleveland. That is next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 